Welcome to the Pack is Back podcast, brought to you by the Seawolf for Life Foundation, Synergy Capital Solutions, and Proudmouth. In this podcast, we will provide regular updates on what is happening, what's to come, and how alumni players continue to support community, connections, and contributions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack is Back podcast. I am your host, David Valliere, and super excited about today's guest, um, a good friend, somebody that I looked up to when I was living in Alaska, Pete McEnany. Pete, welcome to the show. David, thank you so much. It's great to be on. Yeah, we're just, I'm super excited in chatting with you and Coach Shazby, you know, on the intro here. Uh, I didn't want to have too much of a chat because I want to record it all. <laughs> so, so, Coach, welcome back as well. Awesome to be here. Hey, so let me just give a couple of intros. Um, you know, for guys listening, the point of the podcast is really to get the word out what's going on with Seawolf Hockey, what's going on with alumni. Um, and then, uh, at some point in the not too distant future, we are getting our ducks in a row to talk about the mentorship program. Uh, looking forward to having some of those guys that are leading that charge on the podcast soon. Uh, but with that, Coach, give us an update. Fill us in on where we're at in the season. Update us on hockey. Yes, yeah, so we're uh, kind of coming on the end of our long 14-day break. We've had three weekends off. Uh, we're heading into... Uh, Kind of a fast and furious final eight games of the season. We're going to jump on a plane on Monday, head out to play UConn in their beautiful new arena. Uh, UConn's the top 20 hockey team in the country right now. And then we're going to stay out there and play Long Island University for three uh, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday matchup, jump on a plane, fly home Wednesday, and then we play Arizona State Friday, Saturday. So a nice long break going into that kind of madness. It's going to end up wrapping up the season. But the guys are are chomping at the bit here to compete again, getting tired of the, each other in practice, which is a good thing. Uh, but I've just been really happy watching uh, the team take on ownership of, of using these last couple of weeks to put in time individually, whether it's just simple stick skills or it's to get stronger. Um, been really impressed with the group overall and and how they just want to become better as an individual which is going to allow our program to start taking those steps and i'm looking for some really big things here these last eight games our last seven games we've played have all been one goal hockey games we're, we're four shots away from being seven and zero against uh, nationally ranked opponents which include uaf uh, they stole two from us the last time we just played them uh, uh, we lost by a goal each against maine each night out there on the back end of a, of a 10-day road trip and then beating um UMass slowly the way we did, and then going into the Christmas break was a one-goal game with Burbank. So, again, happy with our progress. Excited to see what we're going to be able to accomplish here these last eight. Uh, all opponents that we feel are fairly similar uh, that we're going to be able to compete very well against. Maybe UConn's going to be a little bit of a mismatch, but Long Island, again, Arizona State's a quality program when we finish up with Lindenwood. So, Exciting time for our guys. They can kind of feel it in the locker room that they are getting better. We just got off the ice this morning, uh, Tuesday morning practice, and the coaches are just kind of looking at each other like, we're a more skilled hockey team. Like, what's going on? You know, <laughs> It's the fun part of coaching when you just feel there's a difference on the ice. Yeah. You see it. The guys start to feel it, so they're getting a little bit more jump. There's more pucks going into the back of the net when – 
we used to go whole practices in September and October without scoring more than a handful of goals. And um, but you know, just emphasizing the right things in practice, challenging them to individually get better, and they're they're taking it upon themselves. And so, like I said, really really excited for these final eight games. Um, and uh, you know, out, outside of that, had some people walk in the rink this morning that continued the phase upgrades to the current on-campus rink that we have. Maybe some new bleachers, going to add some more seating uh, in a couple spots even for next year. So just really excited that the university is um, looking to upgrade the current facility we're in as we continue the process of finding the funds uh, for the new arena, which uh, filling out some forms and things like that this week as well to, uh, to find the initial funding to finalize these plans, which if we can get those done, uh, kind of make that announcement to the public of, of this is this is the direction we're heading here's the plans and then kind of just work on finding the funding for the uh, the big project that's going to allow this program to really take a stump in a direction that it that it deserves and that it needs so um, very very exciting time here to wrap up the season and also work on projects uh, for the future that that sounds really exciting and P, we were just kind of chatting on the intro before we we get into um, what you've been up to since UAA. I'd love your feedback, kind of on the ground in Anchorage. What uh, what is the feedback for some of the games and and some of what Coach is talking about there? It's real exciting to hear what Matt was just talking about, and especially a new arena again, because um, I know that whenever I step foot in the Alaska Airlines Center, it's just like, oh my God, how isn't there a hockey rink in here? And uh, so uh, I've made it to a couple games this year on campus and very real cool experience, honestly. And I know that in my playing days, there was a couple, we played a couple Monday and Tuesday nights at Sullivan Arena. And we also played a handful of games at, you know, the campus arena. And as a player, I always much preferred to play in a jam-packed campus arena like they are doing this year. Uh, great atmosphere. Um, you know, Matt and I obviously were talking a little bit off the before we started here just about how amazing it is that he's able to build a very competitive team in year number one after a couple year hiatus. And the communities, I think, very strong behind it. I know that on the last the Friday night game I was at against UAF, I heard that also that the junior team was playing against Fairbanks and, you know, it was a jam-packed standing room only for the college game and an incredible game that went, you know, obviously right down to the wire and in a close overtime loss. But um, the, the community really came together and the alumni really stepped up. I mean, they have some great leadership from the alumni side. I mean, Jim Mays has just done yeoman's work over the last couple of years and, of course, um, Kathy Bethard, who, you know, I mean, I remember coming in as my freshman year and it's just like to have such amazing people who are still mm -hmm. just 110% committed to the program. It's, you know, setting up for a can't miss, you know, option. It just, it, with the right people behind it, like they have, it just, it's extraordinary. I love it. I love it. Thanks for that feedback. I appreciate that. So let's get into you, man. Let's start talking about what's been up with you. What have you been doing? I know uh, we kind of said on the intro, um, but I'd love to hear and, and share with 
you know, our, our colleagues, our teammates, our sort of the brotherhood. Yeah. What have you been up to personally, professionally? Fill us in. Well, I mean, hockey-wise, I put in like 25 out of 27 years coaching at the comp level. And like I said, I had the fortune of coaching Matt for probably about four or five years and some really good teams, uh, extraordinary 1980 birth year class from Anchorage, Alaska. So that was kind of my initial coaching uh, with the Alaska All-Stars. And I coached the All-Stars for probably about 12 years, ending up um, coaching with my good friend and fellow UA alumni, Scott Go uh, Scott McLeod, excuse me. And that year that I jumped on with Scotty, uh, we had the fortune of coaching Scott Gomez and that the 19, you know, 78 and 79 crew. And we were able to bring home a national tier one championship. And after that year, I moved out to Eagle River and uh, just kind of was, I live out there and was ready for a challenge. So that's kind of my hockey side of things where I coached 25 out of 27 years. I have been retired for about the last three years. And with that said, I've been with Cisco Food Service for about 26 years. And since I got out of coaching, I got to admit, my my work life has taken on a huge, you know, I'm just so, so busy with work and shame to say that it's like I kind of realized, oh my God, you know, I took the hockey coaching very seriously and, you know, I felt like I'd come up with about a one or two hour practice plan every day. So I was probably putting too much time and emphasis into my hockey but once my hockey coaching career got done, uh, my work career is really, it was always good, but I'm super, super busy with work uh, with Cisco, David, the last uh, 25 years. That's exciting. Very cool. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, you know, when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like <laughs> work, right? Like <laughs> coaching and helping kids and, and staying in the sport doesn't really feel like work. Um, tell us about you personally kids are they in alaska tell us about that yeah i'm a, currently a, a single father i'm not married and i've we've got uh we have three wonderful kids my oldest daughter actually lives out in philadelphia madison who graduated from uh eagle river high school she was one of the first like four classes to graduate from eagle river um and she's 26 working out in philadelphia she graduated from college and uh is in marketing out in philadelphia so she's really got behind the sports scene she's been fortunate enough the last year and a half to have a world series and now a super bowl under her belt so she's really become a philadelphia sports fan uh my youngest uh well my middle is ty and ty graduated from eagle river high school as well he's 22 he went down to Arizona for flight school and graduated from ATP, and he's doing very well. Uh, he's trying to reach that crescendo of fifteen hundred hours, uh, you know, to probably move into the commercial side of things on flying. But um, he's Ty played hockey all of his life and is a really good player. And I've got to play plenty with him over these last three or four years. Once he got done with high school and a couple different various tournaments or eagle river hockey league but ty is doing really really well and i couldn't be prouder of him as well 
And then my youngest daughter, Leah, she is a senior in high school, and uh, she's actually going to a soccer academy in Rome, Georgia. For all you hockey fans out there, it's much a place like Shattuck, only it's in Rome, Georgia, and Leah is a senior down there. She's a very good student. She's about a 3.8 student in scholastics, and she's also a very good soccer player, so we're hoping that uh, it, as long as she still wants to, that uh, she can probably further education with a, a college scholarship for soccer. Well, that's exciting. Very exciting. How often yeah, do you get to see her? Yeah. Well, how, uh, really, how often do you get to see all three of the kids with them spread out like that? It's kind of tough, isn't it? Well, I've, I have I see Madison usually a couple times a year, whether she come home for a couple weeks over Christmas, but uh, I met her over uh, in Minnesota over Thanksgiving. And then Ty, because uh, Ty's up here right now for two weeks, and he leaves here in a couple days. Uh, but Leah, Leah got to come home for Christmas, and then she's coming home for spring break. And then I'm going to go down there for her senior graduation at Darlington. And so, you know, uh, they're all pretty independent, Dave, and yeah. I couldn't be prouder of them, but uh, I do get to see them two or three times a year. And Leah, obviously, I saw all that all summer up until she departed in the fall time for Darlington at Rome, Georgia. Yeah, what a cool experience. I can certainly feel where you're at in that phase of life. I've got you know, one in college, one getting ready to go. We still have a couple at home, but I, it's, it's a different, it's a shift, right? They become more independent, which is ultimately what you want them to do. But yeah, yeah, you still I mean, miss them. <laughs> yeah no, it really is. And, uh, obviously it's like, um, you know, with Leah at a private school, you know, yeah. that, that took a little chunk out of my, out of my wallet, but that's why, you know, I transition and put that extra time into my actual work job. But, um, you know, I've been there for 26 years almost. I'm, I'm swimming towards retirement. And honestly, I, I miss giving more to Matt's program. And I look forward to that phase in my life where maybe, you know, in a few years, I'd like to give a lot back, back more in whatever ways I can, yeah. you know, to the UAA hockey program, because it is so dear to my heart. And especially having somebody as, you know, even though we don't communicate that much, but I feel, you know, since I've known Matt since eight or nine years old, I'd love to be a, whatever kind of support I could, you know, for him and, and the program and that people that just work so tirelessly like Kathy Bethard and others who are really, really, you know, involved in the program right now. I'd like to swim through a few more years of work and maybe slow down and work and, uh, get back into the hockey passion with UAA hockey. Love it. Love it. We, we look forward to that. Um, let me ask you, let me just transition a little bit. Talk to me about some of your favorite memories from your times at UAA. This is generally my favorite part of the conversation, <laughs> but uh, I'd love to hear like what stands out for you. Give us some of your favorite memories. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had the um, pleasure of being, you know, having four great years and then uh, I'm not ashamed to say that while I went to school to get my business degree, you know, my concentration was a little bit more on hockey, but I finished that fifth year. So I had five great years, you know, on campus. And I got to play with some amazing players who, 
you know, by one way or another, we all ended up in Anchorage, Alaska. But um, I mean, my my class, you know, we had Jeff Carlson and uh, Chad Myoff, the goaltenders, and Rick Ellison, who I just got to see a week, you know, ten days ago up here for the. He came up from Seattle, and of course, you know, Tony Catani, uh, Mike Peluso, Mike Hiltner, Ken Carlson, um, uh, Jeff Carlson. Uh, you know, just I got to feel close to home because there was so many Minnesota guys, and you know, on the ice, I just uh, we had some really, really good teams, and you know. I, couldn't thank Brush and the coaching staff enough. Uh, you know, Brush did an amazing job. And then we were, uh, you know, we had, I got to work with Hilly, John Hill. I got to work with obviously Don Lucia for a couple of years, uh, Klaus Nauslinger. You know, he was my assistant my freshman year, um, Mark Ostapina. So I got to work with some really good people. And, you know, I guess after all of this time, uh, it's just the friendships that I've able to create and in this day and age stay in touch with through, you know, either direct or social media. But I just, I'm just really fond of the program. And, you know, uh, Joey Hayes, I, I can't miss Joey. And um, I just, there were so many really, really good players up here. And the way, I ended up being here through Steve McSwain and just um, I have a ton of good, ton of good memories. And, you know, I don't know if I can just pick out one or two off the top, but it's the lasting friendships that stick with me right now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm just sitting here grinning as you're naming off these names. (laughs) It's either people, you know, like Steve McSwain that I know and then kind of they were just in front of me as, as you were, or it's people that, I grew up watching and, you know, so those names um, definitely put a smile on my face. You mentioned Peluso. We're actually going to have him on here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's um, wonderful. If we can manage it. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. doing his his uh, pre-show stuff was, I was laughing. I was in stitches. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'd of course be reminisced if I didn't, you know, the billets that I got to stay with yeah. for my three years. Um you know, the first year it was with Big Big Steve and Linda McSwain for the first year. And then I rolled into a half a year with uh, Corey Wright's mother. You know, Corey, who, while I was up at UA, he was playing in northern Michigan. And then I got to, uh, the the world-famous Dr. Cusack and Bonnie. And, you know, I, I mean, I was a pretty shy guy with uh, the McSwains and the Cusacks. And they made me curl up in a hurry and... Obviously, uh, I got to roll in with Doc, and then um, and that's kind of how I ended up coaching that really good 1980 team. David was, you know, I was with them and Casey and Matt and Mike Lee. I mean, we could sit here and name name them off. There was just, you know, Matt. I just I, that's actually some of my best memories with with Matt out at. Uh, winning national championships in Port Huron and and uh what was the one right across the bridge? You had Port Huron and like uh Windsor? No, not Windsor. No, no, you had Port Sarnia. Sarnia. Yeah, Sarnia. Sarnia. There you go. Sarnia. So we won a couple of national championships in back then they used to have uh mites and squirt national championships for silver sticks and uh but anyway, just once again just great memories and it's it's good to think back on them. 
Yeah, that is pretty fun. Um, well, listen, we we want to have you back on. We we just love that you're a part of the DNA. I know we're running out of time here for today, but uh, we are super excited, and I'm personally really excited to reconnect with you. It's been it's been way too long, um, but I'm glad to know that you're doing well, and uh, and I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your story with us. Well, David, thank you so much, and I have very fond memories of you and your national championship Bantam team and uh, that whole team and Matt, of course, you know, your that 1980 group is just so close to my heart and I can't be happier for Matt's success and, you know, leading our program now and uh, it's only going to get bigger and better things to come. Love it. Love it. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much and, and listeners, thank you for joining us. We look forward to catching you again soon. Thank you, David. Thank you for listening to the Pack is Back podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to follow the show and share it with your friends and family.